0: God damn it, I pressed the wrong button and erased my message. I bought some shit from Adam and Eve, remote control faddies. I'm buzzing the wife from across the room. She's getting her rocks off and pussy remote control buzzed. I don't think that sentence made sense. Anyway, I'm wasted. I'm diddling. And it's awesome. By the way, this is Don and Phoenix. Yes, that's your sister. Fuck you all. Goodbye.
1: Welcome to Sick and Wrong your source for antisocial commentary with D. Simon and Lance Waggerly. They are wacky. Do you want
0: me to go fucking trash your lights? Do you want me to fucking trash them?
2: Brought to you by AdamandEye.com
0: I ought to break a broom handle off in your ass.
3: Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. So, uh, Wacker, how was the weekend? I know uh, it's a question that we always have to ask to start off the show because everyone wants to know what you did over the weekend. I, I did. I
2: ate some food. I watched A Simple Man again. Simple no, man. not A Simple Man. Uh, What's the Coen Brothers movie? A
3: serious, Man. serious man. <laughs> I like that movie. Yeah, wasn't you know, a single man because that's the movie about the gays. I haven't seen that. But movie. But a serious man. You know, I recommended that movie I mean, to my father, yeah. and uh, he was so confused by it. He uh. had no idea what it was about.
2: What's about Jews?
3: I know. I, I, I <laughs> thought,
2: thought, he's losing touch. Since I thought it was right retired. up his
3: alley. I just, I think it. I don't, I don't know what it was. It was uh. He was confused by the entire movie. There's even a gay Jew in it. Yeah, there is a gay Jew in it. I, I'm, I'm not sure. It's a great movie, but though. I thought it was better the second time. Yeah, I, I fully recommend it. It's, it's a great movie. And plus, it's one of those movies, it's a thought-provoking movie.
2: I think that's why I liked it better the second time. I sort of thought,
3: I think I understood
2: it a little better. You grasp the knowledge. You know, I
3: didn't actually watch did any movies over the weekend. Not uh, a single movie. Not even a Red Tube movie? No, I've, I've been stuck on the Venture Brothers. I told you about that. I've You're been jacking like, off to the Venture Brothers? <laughs> <now>? <laughs> just Brock Sampson, just jacking it, Tim, Listen to Led yeah. Zeppelin. Yeah, I no, got to get I'm, into that one again. I, I've been on this Venture Brothers kick, so I've been watching all those. But anyway, I got really drunk Friday night. So Saturday, I decided to take it easy. I wasn't going to go out. I was planning on watching a movie on Saturday, heading over to my sister's, watching a movie. Mm-hmm. When well, then our uh, mutual friend Sky texted me, and he was like, hey, what you got going on? And so I was like, uh, you know, I don't know, nothing really. What are you doing? And so he invited me to go hang out with him in P-Town over North Beach. Mm-hmm. And on North Beach, when's the last time you went to North Beach mm-hmm. on a weekend? Ages. I know. It's, ages and
2: ages. It's
3: funny, to people that don't know San Francisco, North Beach is a is a heavy tourist area. But it's also... It's all strip clubs. All the strip I know. clubs... I've,
2: I had relatives from the Midwest come out, though, and they actually get a little bit worried. They're like, is this an okay area? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It, well,
3: they, Because they consider it to be San Francisco's red-light district.
2: Right. And in, in any other city, if you're in the area where there's tons of strip clubs, you're in a bad area. But this is kind of the most touristy no, place I mean, you can be. It's,
3: it's probably the... it's It borders Chinatown. It borders like... Uh, little Italy. Yeah, Little Italy. And then there's like this... Area on Broadway where all the strip clubs are. Yeah. So I, I can see why people hear strip clubs and it connotes seediness. Right. But really, it's... It is
2: seedy. It's just not dangerous.
3: Yeah, it's not as dangerous. Well, you know, that's what I used to think. But so, anyway, I was invited up there and I was like, you know what? I don't know if I really want to go to North Beach and mm-hmm. deal with the tourists and the expensive clubs and beer. Beer costs like $4 more out there. $3 more. It's expensive. Two,
2: maybe. <laughs>
3: I well, I can't abide
2: by exaggeration. All right. It's I have been there for a while, so but, uh, maybe you're right. But
3: no, it is more. It's at least a couple of bucks more. But anyway, I was like, you know what? I don't know what's going on. And this guy was like, well, P-Town's girlfriend's band's playing. And so then my initial reaction was like, no, I don't think so. Can I get on the list? Because I'm Jewish. Right. And uh, he's like, no. I was like, how much does it cost? $20. I was like, definitely not. I'm staying in. <laughs>
2: It it's not, a, not that her band is bad, it's no, good. An, but they're, it's an '80s cover band, and if you know, well, okay. If I was on the list a list, if it, you're not into that, uh, in the mood for that, then that's not something. to But the thing go is, with '80s music,
3: chicks like '80s music. Drunk chicks love '80s music.
2: The so, drunker they are, the more they like it.
3: And so the the, the chances of uh, getting laid is elevated at a club where there are some drunk chicks who are dancing '80s music. So do
2: I, do girls that didn't grow up in the '80s like '80s music?
3: You know, I'd I'd say the average age of like drunk chicks that like 80s music is like 20.
2: So they weren't even... Born yet. Yeah. I mean, seriously, they weren't
3: even born when the song Material Girl came out. Okay. Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, they weren't even a fetus yet. And yet they're dancing like some drunken fool. Yeah, exactly. Case in point. (laughs) So anyway, I was like, yeah, I hate 80s music. I like her band, but I'm not going to pay 20 bucks to go listen 80s music.
2: Right. So then I was just sitting. When you're home. already hung over, and we're just planning on, you know, watching, watching, um, and we're getting high, watching a movie. And Julia or something.
3: Exactly. Yeah, that, that, that was the plan. <laughs> <That> Moonstruck. <laughs> so then, uh, Sky texted me back about ten minutes later. He's like, "Oh, I forgot to mention, the place is filled with American Apparel models." Uh huh. Ears perked up. I was like, "American Apparel models?" Right. I was like, "Really? Why?" Obviously it's a you know obviously I'm you know suspicious of his of his assertion here sounds too good to be too true good to, be to the true. ears of
2: D Simon on a saturday night
3: you know so uh, I asked him I was like really why he said it's a corporate buyout and, I was, and so but then you know I'm still suspicious I asked well then why would I have to pay $20 if it's a corporate buyout he said because it's a charity fundraiser mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. so then I thought well it's Club filled with American Apparel models. And then he wrote back saying three girls to every one guy. Right. I was like, I'm going. So I ended up, <laughs> I couldn't catch a cat. You,
2: you didn't ask what the uh, charity was? <laughs> Dude, Do- Was it for Dove Charney to get some new mustache wax or something?
3: I don't care. Have you seen <laughs> the, the, the American Apparel ads? Have you ever, how many times have, have you ever, like, actually, you can masturbate to American Apparel ads. Mm, some of them.
2: Those chicks are hot. Yeah, yeah, but the, the allure is that it's, like, semi-normal-looking young chicks, and then they have, like, kind of—I find
3: American Apparel clothes to look kind of retarded. <sighs> Dude, I completely disagree. I find American Apparel to be 70s porn wear. Well, th- like I guess that's porn outfitter.
2: That's what I'm saying. It looks like something that some like half retarded uh, girl who happens to somehow magically be attractive like got this at a at a yard sale. Are you something.
3: saying you're attracted to Down syndrome girls?
2: Right, attractive jo- Down syndrome. As long as they're attractive,
3: I'm attracted. You're to You're saying so? Like only a Down syndrome girl would wear an outfit like this. I,
2: I just get like that those impression. colorful tights. Yeah, it's always color call- <laughs> It looks like romper room clothes, doesn't it? Like I like a headband. I want to wear a headband. Do you got this in fluorescent yellow? I like it because it's one piece and it goes over my head and through my legs.
3: No, dude. On and the head- contrary, can I get a wristband? On the contrary, I find it hot. I find it. I find it to be what Suzanne where are my gla- Summers where are my used to wear. Wear my glasses, <laughs> dude. Suzanne Summers wore outfits like that. Three's I Company. Know. Think about it. I know, but that was in the seventies. I know exactly. They're recycling that look, which I find hot. It's like just, see, a Charlie's Angels kind of thing going on. Something retarded. It, it it gives me the whiff of the tard. <laughs> I don't know. I disagree. <laughs> anyway,
0: and
2: then even the ads though. The 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 people are always like like uh, doing a headstand on the floor. You and know? you can
3: and they're wearing tight clothes, and you can see the contours of the female form. I'm
2: just saying, you know, but what you said about me being attracted to retards, I think it. I think I'm a little bit disattracted because I'm like, there's something retarded about I don't, this I don't whole see thing. how
3: you can associate an American apparel model with a, a girl that has Down syndrome.
2: I'm not associating. It's it's a sub- Apples and oranges. It's a subconscious association <laughs> because they're wearing retarded clothes and, and doing something retarded.
3: Alright. I guess, okay, but alright. Alright. If I accept that, let's say there's a party going on where the girls outnumber the guys three to one and they're all American apparel models. Would you go? I would go. Yeah. You know, so, I wasn't invited, but I would go. Oh, well, you know, I actually contemplated inviting you, but I didn't think you'd come all the way to North Beach. No, from the city. Not worth that. So anyway, I was like, you know what? I'll I'm going to go f- check this go f- out. I'll just go find a Down syndrome, you know, really home. <laughs> You'll just go watch Life Goes On. <laughs> and take the some sweatpants, stack of some best. of my old
2: sweatpants over there, and have them put them on, <laughs> and maybe cut them up really short.
3: That's a good idea. So anyway, I, I go all the way to North Beach. Couldn't get a cab. Had to walk all the way over there. I finally get to just the venue. Yeah, it's a long walk, and it's exceptionally ghetto now. I mean, there are like—I mean, I—I I, I saw a lot of guys wearing donkey ropes. I saw a lot of ghetto chicks. I saw five paddy wagons, and probably about—I don't know—twenty cops. Yeah, right so I here. guess I
2: kind of have to take back the fact that North, well, just the, that Broadway stretch of North Beach—I've heard that's been going on.
3: That, Something that it's must not have happened so, though. I mean, recently, it's just becoming like a hip hop.
2: Urban youth, quote unquote, sort of uh, weekend hangout with all these new clubs. I think that's or, what happened. I there's I think a, lot think there's lot a lot of fights and, and a lot of
3: shootings. Yeah. So yeah, there. I mean, there were just cops up and down the area, and and you know, but I mean, it was like the the ghetto culture where it's like. You walk by them and they they won't get out of you like they won't move aside so right. they'll bump into you. Yeah,
2: a lot you of know, concern like, about uh, disrespect, and yeah, stuff like that. And it's there's like, that kind of thing. And it's groups of like you know six guys all together.
3: Yeah, that would just beat your ass you know at the drop of a hat. So anyway, I just kept walking up the street. I was like, all right, whatever. Brave the crowds. Finally got to the venue. Paid twenty bucks. Go in there. No American Apparel models whatsoever. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was probably maybe twenty five people in the entire venue. So and then I find out Fish I see dude. my friend Sky and I, and I walk right up to him And he's with his girlfriend Who could be an American apparel model I, I go up to her And, and uh, you know, I go up to Sky Are you saying she looks retarded? I don't think that No, no I mean, She's just hot Okay, I think she could be A hot American apparel model I don't think she looks retarded <laughs> at all So I think you're wrong Well, I think you're wrong that, uh, that, that I think P-Town could be An American apparel model Sky probably well, Sky might be able to a little tardy but So anyway, I said to Sky where the hell are the American Apparel Models? Because I just see about, I don't know, 10, 30-year-old fat chicks and a couple douchey guys wearing sweater vests.
2: I, lo- I love how you can say 30-year-old fat chicks. like you know, Mid-30s. Girls, girls that are four years younger than you.
3: No, it was a mid-30s young, Young, hot 30-year-olds. Dude, I was expecting 20-year-old chicks in tights. Right. You know, and, and what maybe do I see? Maybe even
2: 18, maybe even 17. Hey, who's counting? <laughs>
3: I, I don't know, dude. I wasn't expecting mid-30s sea cows dancing to uh, 99 Luff mm-hmm. balloons. Uh-huh. You know, it, it was a bit of a shock to the system. So I said to Sky, I was like, were the American apparel models? Did they have headbands on at least? No, not even a headband. <laughs> and so Sky looked at me. was like, I was just joking about that. There's no American apparel models. Uh-huh. And I looked at him and I was like, you know, hurt. I was like, why would you lie you to like, me? Why would you do did that? Did you tell him that that, uh, that hurt you? <laughs> No, I didn't actually tell him. <laughs> I, maybe he'll listen to this show the show and lies. he'll find out that it's like his swindle. You know, really did hurt me. <laughs> I mean, I was I was let down, and and uh. I looked down. and I was like, okay, so now I'm here listening to '80s music, and on top of that, '80s karaoke music. Like they're letting drunk, fat chicks from the crowd come up on stage mm-hmm. and sing songs.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It was like I don't know. It, it was slow death. Anyway, um, no he, no
2: thin women were allowed on stage.
3: There were, I mean, there were a couple of hot chicks there, too. But I'd say the majority were like these 30-year-old sea cows. Uh-huh. So, and, But any girl would have been a sea cow because I was expecting American apparel models. Your perception, your, your, your
2: expectations were high. My off.
3: expectations were high, and then they were immediately shot down as soon as I walked through that door. Uh uh-huh. And not to mention— Did you ask for a refund? No, because, I mean, it's supporting P-Town's girlfriend's band, and obviously I wanted to be there for that. And their band is good. I mean, she's very talented. Was there even a charity involved, or was it just straight to the band? It was straight to the band. I mean, he was... Sky was... Sky duped me. I was duped. I was duped. So, anyway... sounds a little too good to be true. You know, and he knows exactly what buttons to push to get me out of my house.
2: You probably should have smelled that one coming a mile away.
3: Oh, I will next time. I'm not going to trust next time. I mean, may, maybe time.
2: like a couple American apparel models, but not three to every one guy. If there's American apparel models, there's going to be five guys to every one American apparel model, right? I felt
3: like a bit like an idiot. I remember when...
2: Uh, Plus, yeah. there's going to be like their nurses, you know, they have to deal with their retardation.
3: You know, I remember it, it, it reminded me of high school. And um, back in high school, there used to be this guy named Doug Warsaw, who actually used to be on From the Ville every now and then. Oh,
2: Dougie. Dougie. Yeah, yeah, I know Dougie. So Dougie Warsaw... Not personally, thank God, but I know who you're talking well, about.
3: Well, Dougie Warsaw was like... I don't think he ever actually graduated high school, yeah. but he was a senior. I think he's held back a number of years. So he was like a 23-year-old senior. So he used to buy alcohol for us every now and then. Because uh-huh. they do let tards buy alcohol. <laughs> but anyway, you'd see Dougie... Cruising around on his bike, listening to um, 80s rap, like, you know, uh, Tone Loke or something on his boombox. Wow. And so every time you'd see Dougie, every time we saw him, we'd run into him, we'd tell him, like, he's like, what's going on? He'd be like, oh, there's a party of a bunch of naked hot chicks that just want to fuck. Uh-huh. I don't know. There must be like 50 of them in this house. And he would get really excited, like, where's the party? Where's the party? And we'd just keep fucking with him, fucking with him until right. eventually we're like, well... I don't know where it is, but we do know where this party is where there's a bunch of naked dudes that want to fuck. And then he'd get really upset and right. call us faggots. Because I don't want to go away. to that party yeah no he, he it's typical
2: there. that you guys would know where that party was and you would forget where the other party is. but
3: i mean every, you need to get your t-
2: shit together
3: but every time <laughs> we saw him though there were two parties going on involving naked people that wanted but you to could only remember the one with the naked guys and it used to frustrate him it's the same thing <laughs> over Can and you, over again i mean i would be frustrated too <laughs> but i mean you would eventually catch on but here here i am you know and you're I, I think i'm an intelligent guy and here is my friend telling me well it's a bunch of American apparel models, three to one, just sitting in this club, right. just waiting for a dude to come along and sweep them off their feet. And I'm like, yeah, sounds good. Where's the party? It's full on fucking retard. Right. I'm just, uh, dude, I was ashamed. So yeah. the whole time- Well, you know what
2: Kingsley Amos said, right?
3: Well, what did Kingsley say?
2: <laughs> the male libido is like being chained to an idiot.
3: Yeah, And you just, <laughs> once in a while,
2: you've got to just, like, you're dragged along with this. And it's like a big, strong idiot, too, not like some, like, weak idiot. No, retard like strength, Like an yeah. idiot that's twice the size of you, and yeah. you're chained to
3: it. And that's, what are you going to do? It defies reason, defies yeah. logic. Right. It's just like you're getting pulled by the idiot, pulled yeah. by your libido, to the club in North Beach. And, and it does, gays,
2: straights, every male has this idiot that you're chained to that just once in a while does
3: what it wants rears its ugly retarded head yeah well you know the night wasn't it wasn't a total loss i mean the band sounded great it, i mean i was obviously disappointed that there are no american Apparel models but i got to hang out with p-town mm-hmm. and listen to his stories of his uh recent trip to uh, the consumer electronics show right in uh, las vegas he did go to that didn't he so so p-town's one of those industry guys that were he, he works for disney uh,
2: sort of, yeah, Animation so, sort of. Kind they're of like thing? a contractor of Disney or something. Did, like didn't, that. He, didn't he work Maybe on Shrek? Maybe they're owned by Disney. Didn't he
3: work on Shrek? Yeah, then? that was DreamWorks, though. He worked, okay, but he, before he used to work on DreamWorks, now, now he's working he works on for Pixar Disney. films. Pixar yeah. films, yeah. yeah. So so he gets flown around to all these different electronic shows, but the big one is CES. Right, because he's in
2: the audio-visual sort of technology side of that industry.
3: Yeah, he's, he's like a he's senior a director, audio...
2: He's not an animator. Is he like a... a
3: senior audio engineer?
2: Uh, AV guy? That's probably something like his title, yeah.
3: So he went to the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, and he was telling me about all the new gadgets that are coming out. Um, uh, actually, you know what he did pick up, which I thought was kind of cool? There's a little X-ray lens kind of thing that you can put over your iPhone camera really? and you can full-on see a girl's bra. You can full-on see panties. Really? Yeah, no. You, 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 <laughs> like, it, uh, like those
2: x-ray glasses you used to get in the back of works, comic books? But, but it, really it works. works.
3: Yeah, it's like, it was, you know, if you do a search online, I'm not quite sure what it was, but he said it was only 40 bucks. He bought it. It's like a little like... Shit, yeah. Yeah, it's like a little kind of, I don't know, like a little plastic gadget like cover you put over the lens of your uh, camera incredible it was pretty cool he bought one and so but he was telling me about the ces show telling me about all these gadgets but then he was saying right alongside ces is the adult entertainment expo (laughs) and that's what's interesting is a lot of people don't understand the tech adult marriage they go hand in hand they go completely hand in hand in fact it's the adult industry that ushered in a lot of the technological revolutions, such as VHS.
2: Well, even go back before that. What was that movie about? Uh, Bob Crane, the guy who was uh, Hogan's Heroes.
3: Um, uh, uh, Autofocus. Autofocus. Yeah. Autofocus. So that's
2: what that was all about. Like he was really into like home movie technology. Was really pushed by people who wanted to make. Home dirty movies. <laughs> Polaroid <laughs> they don't cameras don't really make
3: home movies of your kids having a picnic. No,
2: no, people did, but that's not what they mostly used it for.
3: Nah, dude, you—they seriously wanted to, to make a home movie of you and Uncle Jed double teaming your wife.
2: Right, and then you would send it off to like uh, the Red Dragon to be de- developed. <laughs> Remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: But no, but I yeah, mean you know, the, v- VHS, you know DVD the players, internet? the internet, yeah, the, the intertubes. Yeah, I mean they uh, you know that that became became like pushed to the forefront through the adult industry podcasting the innovators
2: soccer girl <laughs> oh yeah Tits. and then just and guys who can't works. get laid they go into podcasts.
3: but what i find funny Out of frustration what i find amusing about ces is like here you have full-on uber geeks you got the full-on nerds right who are microsoft the biggest consumers of porn, like <laughs> pornographic <laughs> exactly. stuff but right next to you know microsoft you know like maybe 20 feet away it's like you know here's vivid videos booth right so I mean uh P Town was saying it's like you walk around and it's like and you see full on like you know fake titted porn stars just right. walking through CES looking at the gadgets right alongside you. He's uh-huh. like it's great. He goes it's a great, you know, mixture of people.
2: It's a great
3: milieu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I almost got you to spill your beer out. <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> it's a boner inducing milieu. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, you know, I've never actually been to the Adult Expo. But much like CES, which unveils new electronic, electronic gadgets and uh, innovations in technology, yeah. the Adult Entertainment Expo uh, unveils the new porn innovations. Yes. And what's interesting Ma- and about this... And, and, and masturbatory that devices. And masturbatory devices. I'm interesting, sure Adam about, and Eve had to be there, right? Oh, I'm sure they had a booth. Don't you think? I would hope. What I find interesting about this is you might recall, I would say this probably was 40 shows ago, we talked about masturbation in the year 2050. Yeah. I, I don't remember where Yeah, I was. remember
2: 40 shows ago.
3: <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't even remember last week. No. But uh, we, we, we discussed uh, various masturbatory aids or how people are going to masturbate in the year 2050. And what's interesting is that a lot of these devices that were unveiled at the 2010 Adult Entertainment Expo were the, were the devices that we discussed here on the show. Well, they probably listened to our show and stole our idea. I know. I'm really pissed about that. <laughs> I mean, It almost pisses me, pisses me off worse than the American apparel model's absence <laughs> at that show.
2: Uh, almost. <laughs> almost. Be
3: honest. <laughs> You're still a little chafed about that. So I want to discuss... I am a little chafed. <laughs> <laughs> My balls are chafed. Um, I want to discuss a couple of the, the biggest inventions, the biggest things that were showcased at the AAE here for 2010. The biggest thing, and it's been all over the news, is the world's first sex robot. We didn't right. predict this one. No. Because it's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. Uh, you know, you, you get a real doll. If you like to fuck mannequins, it's like you have a real doll. And the real doesn't? doll's kind of hot, you know, <laughs> it's in a weird sort of... I've had a thing for them ever since the
2: movie Mannequin and Mannequin 2.
3: I find them a little creepy.
2: What's that chick's name? She's in Sex in the City. Kim Cattrall. She
3: also played a vo- an evil Vulcan. She was a Vulcan. mannequin, right? Yeah, she played mm-hmm. an evil Vulcan also. Who was the mannequin that came to life? Mannequin. Yeah, Her. yeah. Okay, yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, do you? I watch it every. But weekend. <laughs> did you ever? But did you ever fetishize the mannequin? Like, if you had the money, would you buy a real doll? No, oh no. Okay, well if we were, they're like four thousand dollars, six well, thousand dollars. All right, let's say we were Howard Stern level. You know, uh, radio hosts, money to burn. And, no, some guy was like, I'm gonna. You know, the guy from the real doll was like, I'm gonna send you guys a real doll. Okay. Luckily, well, we made a African American real doll for would you. Would I take it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, would you take it? And would you fuck it? I would fuck it once. <laughs> <laughs> Is it even it's not even then fucking. Then what would you do with Before
2: it? Would I rub myself up against it.
3: Maybe I just yeah, I, it's I not fucking. It freaks me out. I you know I I need the girl crying afterwards. I need like the you know I, I need the squirming. I need you know I need the girl struggling yeah, to get away. Yeah, but that doesn't happen with your hand. No, it doesn't. But you just, can still man, watch the porn. Don't, don't be so uptight, man. Well, no, I'd probably be watching porn while I'm fucking the real doll. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But the one thing you don't want is you don't want that real doll back-sassing you. You don't want sass from that real doll. I've got enough sass in my life. And that's the problem here with this sex robot. So Douglas Hines, a computer scientist, electrical engineer... Is this uh, like John Kerry's (laughs) (laughs) brother-in-law? I I don't know. It's not spelled like Hines Ketchup. Oh. Uh, But he used to work at AT AT&T. Mm. His latest creation is Roxy. (laughs) Roxy, the latest sex robot from his new company, TrueCompanion.com, which is kind of a creepy name here. Mm -hmm. He combined his background with the expertise of 18 artists and engineers from three different countries to create a robot designed to deliver the best in robot sex.
2: He got 18 other nerdy pervs to help him on this project.
3: Guarantee they're all Asian. He said three different countries. Well, okay, so it would be Korea, I'm talking Vietnam, Korea, China, and Japan. Okay, there, there had to be at least three from Japan. Yeah, uh, but so what's weird about? It, did you see pictures? We'll post a picture yes, on the site. Frightening. So she's dark haired, negligee clad, life size. She's five seven, weighs one hundred twenty pounds. That's my height. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird. I, it would be weird. I, I couldn't carry her around easily. Does she have like Terminator strength? <laughs> That could be frightening. Well, she comes complete with artificial intelligence and flesh-like synthetic skin. Flesh-like. She also comes with five different personalities. And you can customize her features, including her race, her hair color, and her breast size. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it,
2: like her just her face was scary looking to me The picture that I saw
3: Yeah, I, I found it frightening I, I did not find it erotic the whole in any way valley Sort of looks like
2: Buffalo Bill With but a skin I, mask on type thing You
3: know what it is? It's the dead eyes
2: Yeah it's, it's, And it's, the skin is kind of hanging off the face In a dead way also it's, It looks
3: like a corpse It's those glazed over, yeah, eyes It looks like mm. a corpse That's why I think really? if you're a necrophiliac You'd want to fuck a real doll you know, if you're a necrophiliac, it's like, okay. But what's weird, I think, would even bother a necrophiliac is this one can talk back to you. I mean, she, <laughs> yeah. she can talk about subjects such as Manchester United, soccer. The soccer team? Yeah. The footy team? She's a chaff. <laughs> <laughs> she can discuss football. Okay. But no, okay, so this is the thing with her. She's an anatomically correct robot who can even snore, which I don't even understand why you'd want that feature. Does she fart also? I I don't know. Just (laughs) SBDs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She has an articulated skeleton that can move like a person, but can't walk or independently move its limbs. So you just have to position it as you want. In essence, you're fucking a plastic quadriplegic. Uh Uh-huh. Which I don't find arousing whatsoever. Not nearly as arousing as a real quadriplegic. <laughs> real flesh and bone. Yeah, I mean, that's like, she's warm to the touch. Mm. But so she has five different personalities, as I mentioned here. Wild Wendy, mm. the outgoing and adventurous personality. No, who wouldn't like that? Frigid Farah, mm. reserved and shy. I can see the attraction there. Some of my past girlfriends have been like that. <laughs> a young, unnamed doll with a naive personality. Oh, uh, that's a little creepy. I think that pandering goes... to the pedophile market. Yeah, the pedo bears like that one. Uh, Mature Martha, matriarchal kind of personality here. And sure, why not? Cougar S and M Susan, who's geared for the more adventurous types.
2: Now, do you have to pick one when you buy the thing, or is there a switch on the back? There she like comes. A dial. With, she
3: comes with a laptop, so oh. you can switch it. You can switch it to. And they could even come up with new want.
2: personalities in the future that you could sort of download. Yeah, In, no, they into, have... Into your fuck doll.
3: <laughs> they have updates. They yeah. have updates that, c- that come out. And you can download... Yeah, you can download new personalities into yeah. your Those, your those, those
2: personalities seem a little one-dimensional, not not realistic.
3: Exactly. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I, I kind of foresee some personalities such as PMS Penny. See, now this is more... This is really real. I mean, if you're trying to make
2: a sex robot, it's all about making it real, right? hmm So PMS Penny. PMS Penny. It'd be like, I feel fat today. <laughs> Feed me chocolate now. <laughs> Go to the store and
3: buy me a Reese's Pieces. Do I look bloated? Don't <laughs> lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you kind of sound like Vicky the robot. How about oh. Gilda, the gold digging Jewess?
2: <laughs> you know what we need is a new apartment. <laughs>
3: You call us a diamond? I don't like this couch. (laughs) What about Drunk and Angry Alice? Oh, I don't even to Go there. (laughs) It's like when your girlfriend gets really wasted and starts calling you a faggot. None of your friends (laughs) like me, do they? (laughs) (laughs) And I think my favorite personality, which is probably the one that I would get, is Candy, the uh, meth-ridden paranoiac stripper. (laughs) She's great. Yeah. Give me a fucking dollar. You're watching me. All oh, those other strippers are bitches.
2: <laughs> you, you, you have another sex robot in the other
3: room, don't you? You're cheating on me. You're cheating fucking my... on me. I'll kill you, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> okay, I'll do a threesome. So coming with <laughs> a laptop. Just give me more math. So coming with a laptop, the doll's price between $7,000 and $9,000. Jesus. I know. It's, it's kind of expensive. What, I mean,
2: what's the cost differential based on? How big a boobs you want? I guess it's
3: customization, probably,
2: I'm sure. Right. So, you know, say if somebody wanted one with a dick.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, funny you should say that. They're actually going to make a male version of the doll dubbed Rocky.
2: I don't want a male version. I mean, the person doesn't want a male
3: version. (laughs) I want a female version with the dick. Okay, that's going to cost you (laughs) $9,000, That's fucking weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) But Douglas says she's a companion. She has a personality. She hears you. She listens to you. She speaks. She feels your touch. She goes to sleep. We're trying to replicate a personality of a person.
2: Well, she better go to sleep because the last thing I want to do is my, wake up myself and see her staring down at me, a la
3: Chucky. <laughs> well, she says here, he says here, sex only goes so far. Then you want to be able to talk to the person. Mm-hmm. Who's he fucking? Who is he? The, the inventor. Is he eighty years old or something? He's just a re- really lonely old nerd. Right. Yeah. I don't. But you know, nobody who's going to buy this thing wants that. Dude, that's what I understand. He's like, he wants to make a doll so the owner can relate to and talk to. Isn't that the worst part about sex? The best part about sex is when is when the hooker leaves. You know, after <laughs> you've like shortchanged her $5. <laughs> yeah. But she's out of there. And then you're watching Venture Brothers. Right. It's my weekend, but like I said, no,
2: nobody, <laughs> none of the people who actually pay money for this thing are going to use it for that function. It's gonna, Dude, you know, seems... they're gonna fuck it, and then it's gonna be like, wow, that was great. <laughs> and it's like they it turn, it turn it off, <laughs> and throw it in the closet, <laughs> yeah. kick it off the bed. <laughs> I'm disgusted with myself as sex robots because is creepy. that's
3: what you do with your real wife, yeah, or girlfriend. Duck tape other...
2: goes back over <laughs> the mouth.
3: Good night a couple idea. other gadgets, and here's one that we actually predicted. It's called The Real Touch. It's from Adult Entertainment Broadcast Network. It's a personal device for men that c- claims to provide the authentic sexual experience they desire when a partner isn't available. It's touted by the company as the Wii for men. It's a device that you... I kind of
2: have a Wii for men. <laughs> That's well, it's basically
3: it. a flashlight that syncs up with a, with an adult video on your TV or computer, Oh, and it yeah. simulates the activities that are taking place in the movie haptic technology haptic technology, which is what we predicted would would happen huh interesting he says uh w- will this new gadget the real touch if that company were to give us one for free, I mean i wouldn 't scoff at it. No, I would definitely give that a go well, okay, send two <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don 't want to borrow i don 't want your sloppy your sloppy wee seconds. <laughs> Oh, but they, they they say here, the the question, the uh, real touches, will a new gadget for men make women obsolete? Mm. Do you think so?
2: Well, if no dude ever wants to have a child again, then yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, but if you could suck your own dick, don't you think women would be obsolete? Mm, we're getting closer. <laughs> I think this is why men get fatter as they get older. Why? Because everything becomes too easy?
2: Well, and to, no, to ensure survival of the species, you know. <laughs> You get fatter and less flexible as you get older. If it went the other way, every dude at one point would figure out how to suck their own dick and, you know, yeah. it would be the end of the human race and as we know like, it.
3: I don't need to date anymore. No. Uh, one of the other things they made, and I think everyone knows about this, is the Oh My Bod, which is a music-enabled vibrator that plugs into iPods. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that was uh, buzzing about at the AAE Expo is 3D porn, which is something we eh. talked about last week.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen any of these new 3D movies, and uh, I just don't know if it's that big of a deal to me.
3: Well, they, they, 3D uh, porn's pretty great. Well, they display this movie, Bad Girls in 3D. Uh-huh. It's a company that sells 3D entertainment package, a 16-inch 3D TV, a microcomputer, software, glasses, and a monthly subscription for adult contact for content, $4,000. That's for the whole thing. I mean,
2: how three... Because 3D technology is like, okay, I move my head like two inches either direction and I can sort of see different angles, right? If I can like get around the chick and like, you know, get the open hole from the back shot, Hmm. I'd be down with that. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about just just like the illusion of sort of depth.
3: But what I wonder is like, I mean... Is like she going to be shagged from behind and the tits are coming right in your face as if you're there? Like I, I just wonder what I would need to see this. I'd be you know, I'd be more
2: interested in like smell o vision than Smell vision
3: Yeah, that would put you there. You know. You mean just, just the stank. Just the stank. The musk. I, I guess I could kind of see I that. I guess
2: I don't really want to smell a porn actor's ball. Yeah, three day old tuna fish sandwich. That out. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't know. But actually, I'm surprised they haven't come up with that. Don't give away our good ideas, Wackerly. You always be, do this. It'd be
2: pretty easy to do. I mean, you just go buy like one of those gallon buckets of stripper perfume and just spray
3: your whole room down. That's they, probably
2: what it smells like in the porn studio.
3: They also debuted, which they claim is the world's first action adventure triple X rated video game. It's hmm. called Bone Town. Bone Town. Bone mm. Town. Really? Says there's virtual sex games out there, but none that actually have adventure and a storyline to them them and mm-hmm. i was wondering how come there hasn't been a good triple x rated adventure game
2: uh what well, i mean triple x what are we talking here
3: i'm talking like you know deep anal penetration <laughs> in a video game <laughs> i just they like, don't who, show that in grand theft auto do you
2: really i mean but, but you got to compare it to movies i mean it, are, are you trying to play a game that's a good game or are you trying to masturbate both Why not? You don't do that with movies, though. You don't go to see a good movie, and you're like, you know what would make uh, Schindler's List way better? (laughs) An (laughs) anal scene. It it's just like that there's, different there's different movies. There's different movies for that, and and as far as an X-rated video
3: game, like
2: why do I, I mean I'm interacting with my own joystick? Okay. when I watch porn, I don't need I don't really need a, a porn. video How many game.
3: times have you put the video game on pause, walked over the computer, and jerked off, and went back to playing the video game? <laughs> no comment. But but once again, this, <laughs> all I'm saying so is you separate, do it at the same
2: time. What what does it matter? I I don't care.
3: If it was that, <laughs> if it was that graphic, we're actually convince you? I mean, do, you don't know, know what it is, and I think this might be a topic for a whole other show. Yeah, I think you're right. I think this might be a topic for a whole other show. Is is video, you know, X-rated, naughty, adult-oriented video games? I'm sure that's going to become a bigger thing.
2: I don't know. I mean, we but should we should ex- we should extend it to another sh- show. To maybe fully perhaps
3: next week we'll do part two of this, and we'll talk about the naughtiest sex games that have ever been invented. Yeah, that's a plan. Know. As long
2: Maybe. as like Charles Manson doesn't
3: escape from Corker and yeah. go on a rampage yeah. or something. <laughs> exactly, unless something monumental happens. But people, there you go. There's a lot going on in the adult industry right now. And go buy yourself Roxy, the talking sex robot. She'll bore you to tears <laughs> with her endless babble. Talk about like, buyer's remorse. You know, you get her in the mail... <laughs> You drop your
2: load inside her plastic vag the first time, and then you're just like,
3: $9,000. Would you just <laughs> shut the fuck up? God damn it. Why did I buy you? I I'm could sure. have bought a real doll for five grand.
2: It's got to be a, a no refund business, doesn't it?
3: People, this is episode 209 of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, episode 208. We did three listener stories. Listener one sent in a story about a Georgia family who liked to tattoo their children. Listener 2 sent a story about a mother and toddler that were stomped to death by an elephant. And Listener 3 sent a story about Ugandan puppy suckling. Listener 3 won 162 votes. Mm. A lot of people voted this week. So a
2: lot of, uh, not a whole lot of attenuation of the voting because it was cute puppies. I mean, you think that people would be like, "Well, that's not sick. That's sick because it's cute puppies."
3: You know, I don't know. I think they fa- I maybe mean, they, they voted for they, the cute puppies. Well, I think th- I don't know if they voted for the puppies' cuteness or the fact that this wo- this woman was being yeah. used to suckle the puppies. But who knows? Yeah, you know, who knows? You never. Oh, know. Listener two came in second with seventy six, and listener listener one, um, the Georgia family came in distant third with sixty one. So congratulations, there, listener three, with your puppy suckling story. You won episode two hundred eight. People, you know the way sick and wrong works. Wackerly and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news times of the week. We present three listener stories, the audience votes, and the winner gets a sick and wrong care package. People, you can send your listener submissions to sick and wrong podcast at com, or send them directly through the forum, which uh, you can link to right off our main page, sick and wrong com. Before we get into the articles for this week, Here's a quick word from AdamAndEve.com. We don't quite yet have our Valentine's Day promotion. That's going to be next week. It's coming. But up. It's good. It's good. Like, you I don't only want to got build four, it up four too Four weeks high. to go here. I don't want to build it up too high, but uh, you know, it's a, it's a promotion that people are going to want to take advantage of.
2: Yeah, the guys out there are going to want. You know, you don't want to hold off too long, but you don't want to buy something before you know what the promotion is.
3: Exactly. So here you go, AdamAndEve.com. Here's a uh, promo from our our good friend Felipe.
1: Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to AdamandEve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do
3: to you. There you go, adamandeve.com. Just use the, 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 the code the code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, upon checkout. You'd think I'd know that by now. So uh, we have three really good listener submissions here this week. It's going to be a tough choice to decide which story is the most sick and wrong. But like we received, Sophie's choice. Yeah. we re, uh, but, like, but Much sick like and Sophie's stories. <laughs> but, but you, uh, yeah, you win a couple stickers, some of Wackerly's pubic hair instead of your child's death. Um, But anyway, we received three really, really exceptional listener submissions here. So, Wackley, why don't don't you kick off episode 209 with the first listener submission.
2: The listener is Fred in New York, and he says, A night of untamed romance, no doubt.
3: Hmm. Do you think Fred knows anything about A Night of Untamed Romance? Fred?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the romantic Fred in New York? Yeah, probably. Bruce Lavallee de <laughs> I just imagine that it's pronounced like that. He's a farmer from Skowhegan, Maine. He's a Mainer. He was convicted Wednesday and faces at least four years in prison. Not at most. So, So there's no way he can get out. In less than four years. So the
3: minimum is four years.
2: The minimum minimum he's got to be in the pokey is four years. His trial shed light on a dungeon in the victim's South Portland home that was filled with sex toys that three men used as a drug-fueled escape from reality. Ooh. <laughs> the victim's name is
3: Fred Wilson, and he's 50, of South Portland, Maine. So wait, did, was he operating like some kind of sex... ...dungeon out of his house? Like, is this in the uh, basement?
2: Op, when you say operating, that implies to me that he was... It was for customers, when I think this was for a personal
3: use. Okay, so he had his own sex dungeon. Like yeah. That. So so Fred Wilson,
2: 50, invited over Bruce LaVallee Davidson and another man. Um, and they had, you know, a, a drug-fueled orgy. Or an escape from reality, is how the the article puts it. And what kind of, you know... If an orgy is anything, if it's a good orgy, it should be an escape from reality. No, yeah. <laughs> Unless your reality is all orgies all the time. Well, it's interesting. Then maybe to you me. just want a
3: quiet night with a book. Exactly. But mm-hmm. um, it's interesting to me that some men have, like, the man cave where, you know, the dudes come over on the weekend right. and they watch football, maybe yeah. play a game of. Pool and yeah. drinks. That's a Budweiser. Fake man- that's a
2: fake man cave. This is a real man. <laughs> no, cave. this is a real <laughs>
3: man cave. It's like you're gonna come over. I'm gonna chain you up. Right. Put a ball gag in and fuck you in the ass.
2: Well, it's actually much more than that. Okay, let me keep reading. Defense lawyer Tom Hallett told jurors that the men had been using guns as a part of their sexual play, and that the victim was a thrill seeker who may have slipped a bullet into the 44 caliber Rossi revolver, unbeknownst to Lavallee Davidson. Who'd previously checked to make sure that the gun was unloaded. So the first thing about, you know, sexual uh you know, what do you call it? Being of, sexually
3: adventurous. Well,
2: the extreme end yeah. of sexual exploration is you gotta be safe. And Lolly Davidson think,
3: was being safe. But he when che- you're using firearms yes, w- within sexual intercourse, I don't even think you need a safe word. <laughs> I I don't think a safe word is going to do anything.
2: Well, yeah. You mean once the gun is jammed down your throat, you can't really utter a safe word? (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: I can see what you're saying there. Um, The reason he's getting a four-year minimum is because a gun was involved. Uh, The Dartmouth College graduate was in a committed relationship when he testified in favor of keeping Maine's now-overturned gay marriage law... At a public hearing four days after the discovery of Wilson's body, and several weeks before he was indicted by a grand jury in Cumberland County,
3: what was his major Waggerly? It doesn't say, but I
2: think maybe he was a lawyer or something, oh, but it okay. says he's a farmer so but, but you know sometimes rich people and then in the New England area, they like try and like style themselves as farmers. They buy an old farm it's like but they really are independently wealthy, as many gays are mm hmm uh, the fatal shooting happened after Wilson, Lavali, Davidson, and a third man had been smoking pot, consuming the party drug GBL. What's GBL?
1: A is this a misprint of
2: GBH, probably. Maybe it's a misprint, or maybe it's a yeah. or G- GHB. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what GBL is. They were also huffing aerosol inhalants and having sex over a twelve-hour period in the basement of Wilson's colonial
3: home in the middle-class neighborhood, two, two blocks from the ocean. Jesus, dude. You see, right there, case in point, that's why the heteros hate the gays.
2: Because they just have such an awesome time. Because they
3: are (laughs) jealous of the gays. The gays have the best sex anyone can even ha- 12 hours yeah when's the last time you know uh, Sanford that uh, Republican Senator that got, Mark busted, Sanford, friend, yeah. Mark Sanford, got busted for Mark Sanford the Republican fidelity, fucked his wife for 12 hours you know snorting aerosols funny? and inhalants.
2: and i got to say Sanford's jumping out of the frying pan into the fire he got he's getting he wanted to get some argentinian woman or south yeah, american yeah, Argentine. like she you know she's going to be a huge pain in the ass once he gets the ring on the finger
3: but all i'm saying is it's it's you know they they uh you know they loathe the gays. They they don't <laughs> do- allow them to marry.
2: They're doing all kinds of it's drugs. projection.
3: That's what it is. It's because they, secretly s- they want to be them.
2: Sex dungeon session. And I don't know if you got this, but um, that the, sounds the, awesome. The, vic- the victim Fred Wilson is fifty. The third guy James Pombriant is sixty five. That do- I can't find how old Bruce Lavallee Davidson is. Oh, he's fifty. Also, this is like a regular goddamn lemon party up at this <laughs> bitch. <laughs>
3: But they're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like. Old I mean, Straits can do don't that. do this kind of shit. No. Old Straits would be watching Matlock. Yeah. Murder Shield. Murder she Wrote. Yeah. Palm Briant, the
2: third guy, uh, was engaged in a sex act with the victim. Uh, I assume he's blowing the dude. And uh, Lavallee Davidson went into the bathroom. He came out, and the victim, Fred Wilson, handed him the revolver, which I want to repeat. They had checked multiple times throughout this twelve hour session to make sure that it wasn't loaded, and asked Lavallee Davidson to, you know, to en- enhance his pleasure of getting this blowjob to put it up to his head and pull the trigger. Um so over the course of the night, like I said, they made sure the revolver wasn't loaded, and he put the uh, you to have to added some of this shit out. <laughs> they contend the victim loaded a bullet in the revolver chamber and uh, So, Lavallee Davidson came back from the bathroom. Wilson asked him to put the gun to his head and pull the trigger to intensify his pleasure. The defense contends. Where the hell
3: does that fetish come from?
2: Uh, It's just some sort of, like, I'm getting this awesome blowjob and I'm scared for
3: my life sort of thing. I don't know. I I don't partake myself. I think this guy jacked off to the movie Deer Hunter. Probably.
2: He's probably the type of guy who does, like, the whole, you know, noose around my neck beating off to him. On the first try, there was a click when Lavallee-Davidson pulled the trigger, as you would expect. He thought it was completely empty. You know, they're just doing this gunplay thing. It's
3: like Russian roulette.
2: Wilson asked him to do it again, and there was a flash, the defense said. Pombriant, who was engaged in a sex act with the victim when the shot rang out, said there was a moment of silence before Lavallee-Davidson said, so picture this, right? Pombriant is blowing the victim... And, and the he, other guy has a gun to his head. And he hears a flash, still blowing, and looks up. And what does Lavali Davidson say? And Lavali Davidson says, I think I killed him. <laughs>
0: and you're like, what?
2: And you look up, and like half the dude's brains are blown across the room. So do you. You have, you have
3: his dick in your mouth. Remember. So do you continue? This till is completion? why the hate the
2: game. <laughs> do you
3: continue till completion? I don't know if you can still complete when you're like top of your spinal cord is gone. Yeah, but I think much like a chicken with its head cut off, you a can penis still blow without your a, last load. I wonder if it's like the last load. I I wonder if the body could still feel it. The body. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it might, you know, it's sort of like just honorable too, like yeah. Bah, bah, bah. No, it's like uh,
3: exactly. It's like you know the Squirt. last one. So, the, so the guy obviously ended up dying. What? So now the one are both people charged with manslaughter? Both?
2: No, just the dude to pull the trigger. And I think the reason it, they sort of think that maybe Wilson had a death wish and slipped a bullet into the revolver when Lavallee Davidson was in the bathroom and un, unbeknownst to the other two guys, though. Man, I and, so, wonder... and that was kind of the main thrust of the defense was this guy had a suicide wish and he sort of, you know, fucked these other two guys over by involving them in it. But the guy's still going to prison for a minimum of four years.
3: Dude, that's such a lemon party faux pas. <laughs> as soon as you bring out the gun, it just ruins you. you can bring out any kind of lube. You can bring out dildos. You can bring out butt plugs. As soon as you bring out a firearm. Lemon party faux pas. Well,
2: you know what? Okay, let's think about this. Sex dungeon, yes. Lube, yes. Butt plugs, yes. Uh, There's there's, uh, several things that you can't get from Adam and Eve. The drugs. (laughs) That's true. You can get your drugs from your friendly neighborhood drug dealer, though. But Adam and Eve, nor your drug dealer, (laughs) sell you firearms.
3: Exactly. Yeah, no. That's why these guys had to... they, They went out... Well, one guy went out of his way to you know, fulfill this firearm fantasy. Right. So
2: we have, you know, sometimes people do the death by cop thing. This guy did death by gay orgy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so on the sick and wrong star scale, he died doing what he wanted to do. Died, you know, obviously doing an act that was pleasurable no, no, yeah, to him. Yeah, I
2: mean, don't shed no tears for the victim. I'm saying, If it's a sick and wrong, it's sick for these other two guys who, you know... Just, I'm not
3: saying he's the victim. Yeah. I'm saying the other two guys are the victim. Yeah. Especially the guy with a dick in his mouth and brains in his hair. <laughs> I mean, that they, that guy's going to be scarred for life. Right. Cum in your hair is one thing, but, <laughs> but brains, brains will love your hair. Yeah, head. it just ruins the whole moment. Right. Lemon party done. I'm going to give this a uh, 4.5. Yeah.
2: I should probably mention, I don't think, I think I failed to mention that uh, the two survivors of this ordeal, they actually did wait a couple hours before calling the cops. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, just the gay bitchiness going on? Like,
3: you fucking asshole, I can't believe you didn't check it again.
2: I did check it! You fucking, you were sucking his dick!
3: You should have seen him put the bullet in there, god damn it! You fucking queen! Have the poppers worn off yet? Yeah. Yeah, let's call the cops. And they did finally call it. <laughs> I, I chuck. I ch- actually...
0: Calling
2: the cops up to their, you know, maturity and, and age, being like, we gotta call the cops because you know if this was some twenty year old dudes, they'd just be long gone.
3: I don't know, dude. This happened to Siegfried and Roy all the time. <laughs> they never complain. Yeah. Well,
2: I give it a I give it a five. It's the funniest story I've read in a long time. <laughs>
3: The second uh, story we have here came from a listener named Jeremy. He writes in, "This is one way to get even with an ex." Mm. I think Jeremy is a jilted lover. I, I think, think J- probably uh He was a spurned ex-boyfriend at one point. He's if probably he's bro- writing something like that.
2: He's probably broken. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy is
0: broken. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's actually the uh, protagonist in that song. (laughs) Um, So, former boyfriend used Craigslist to arrange his ex-girlfriend's rape. Uh, Wyoming man is accused of posing online as his former girlfriend and soliciting, soliciting someone to act out a violent sexual fantasy. Need a real aggressive man with no concern for women read the posting on the internet, uh, <laughs> classified advertising forum, Craigslist. Its author was a Casper Wyoming woman whose photo is also posted. Yeah, You know, right there, I think that would trigger some type of mental alarm. It's like, need a real aggressive man with no concern for women? It's like, what woman would post that? Um. Even a woman who is into BDSM or heavy BDSM, I don't think would be like, yeah, you know, I want a murderer here, a, missing, you know, a, a misogynist murderer to come over and rape me. Yeah,
2: I think they usually would say, you know,
3: seeking uh, sensitive, For ba- boundary, or yeah.
2: acknowledging s partner.
3: Well, one week later, a man accepted the offer, forced his way into the woman's home, tied her up, and raped her at knife point. I'll show you aggressive, he allegedly said. And then it came out, in fact... The woman who was raped had nothing to do with the ad whatsoever mm. instead they 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 eventually discovered that a former boyfriend had posted the ad and solicited her assault. It was all a ploy for revenge on the ex boyfriend's- um part. Wow, he really took it to the next level. <laughs> you know it's interesting to me because you know i've I've had a lot of bitter breakups, but I've never had a breakup where I was like, "I'm gonna get you girl." Yeah. You're gonna ruin the day you fucked with D. Simon. Well, you don't live in Wyoming. <laughs> I'm true. surprised. I'm
2: surprised to even have Craigslist in Wyoming.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. know. and plus, how many people are on it? Three. How many yeah. people put up a violent <laughs> this, sex These two ad guys, in and then they got the third guy to rape his girlfriend. Yeah, and then the fourth guy that fucked the girlfriend's horse. Um, such an incident would have been impossible, or at least much less likely, 20 years ago, said the district attorney, Mike Blonnegan. It's Probably only possible in our modern age. Do you think that's true? Do you think because of technology? I think it is true, actually. Because back back then, I mean, if you wanted to put an ad or a sex ad, you'd have had to use the personal section of the newspaper,
2: right? And the and the uh, you know the editor would have been like, "There's no way I'm running
3: this. This is a little odd. There's something a little askew here."
2: But Craigslist, it's like it's do it yourself, you know.
3: Well, it's uh, isn't it? I mean, it's arbitrated by the people, right? Yeah, so if, somebody, if somebody
2: flags it, then uh, maybe one of the Craigslist reviewers over in, uh, you know, Coal Valley will delete your ad. But, but if it's not found. There's like, what, I mean, five people working there <laughs> looking at all the Craigslist for the entire globe? Yeah,
3: it, it doesn't always work. Right. I thought they were children, aren't they, <laughs> <laughs> they work in India. <laughs> you might be right.
2: I have a romantic view of Craigslist. That's probably not true. But they
3: don't even speak English. You yeah. know, it's like uh, they, they really have no criteria to flag your ads. Right. Um, Jebediah James Stipe, 27 years old, of Carbon, Wyoming, uh, is a Marine stationed at 29 Palms, California, posed as his ex-girlfriend and placed the ad seeking an aggressive man.
2: So wait a minute. He's not even in Wyoming. He's in Southern
3: Cal. I think, uh, you know what probably happened? He's in the Marines. He lives in another city. And this bitch his cheated on him. His girlfriend probably cheated on him, and he's oh. like, I'm getting revenge. You're starting to side with this guy. You know, that's why you don't date Marines, women. Uh, seriously, it's like those guys are a little insane. Uh, but, do you, you know, it, it's interesting as he posed with his ex-girlfriend and then placed the ad seeking an aggressive man. Ty Oliver McDowell saw the ad and uh, responded to it. Mm-hmm. They uh, exchanged instant messages, and she, actually the boyfriend here, described what she wanted, humiliation, physical abuse, and sexual abuse. And then he gave her uh, the, his girlfriend's home address, gave the guy his, his girlfriend's home address. Do you think he just communicated via IM, or do you think he probably called him and even went to, uh, so far as to like impersonate her voice? Oh, God, I hope so. Would well, that be great? Hello.
2: <laughs> this is Sarah. What's her name? <laughs> I uh, forget. Yeah,
3: you know, they don't even say her name in here.
2: I want to be tied up and raped. Rape the shit out of me. The safe word is stop hurting me. <laughs> the safe word is what are you talking about? I didn't place a Craigslist ad. <laughs>
3: but it's interesting that he's Actually, like- that's
2: Because that is what you want to make the safe word something that she wouldn't be saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whatever, it was funny. Okay. I yeah. give you a five
3: star for that comedy <laughs> it was good that comedy bit. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Um But anyway, I mean the the fact that he's like he's describing what she wanted, humiliation, physical abuse, sexual abuse wouldn't you go so far as to say it's like, you know, seriously, I want diarrhea in my face. Give me an Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> let you know, Abraham like, Lincoln again. You know, it's like when you shave your pubes and you come in a girl's face and you throw the whole ball oh, of right, pubes right, in her right. face. Yeah. Gives her Abraham Lincoln <laughs> beard. Yeah, you know, no, I get you it. You got to save the pubes for a while yeah. to do that. You can't the just... thing
2: is, you're going to weed out a lot of people with that. I mean, re- weed out potential respondents where it's just like, hey, yeah, I'm not, I don't really want to shit on a girl. But if you just put up an ad that says, you know, I'm a girl and I want to be raped and you're in Wyoming, you're going to get tons of dudes being like, hell yeah, I'll
3: rape the shit out
2: of you. Okay, you know, it's I agree be with great. you
3: accurately. A lot of guys probably... He's, he's
2: drinking at the bar with his friends. What do you, Hey, man, what's, what do you got going on this week? And you want to come over
3: and watch, you know, some football? No, I'm going to rape some <laughs> chick that I met on Craigslist.
2: <laughs> you know, we I have g- big plans.
3: I agree with you. You probably would uh, weed out the guys that are into scat, you know. I mean, there's probably not that many people into scat, but I bet you most guys would be down for an Abraham Lincoln, mm. you know. <laughs> really? do that if a girl asked me to do it, I would shave my pubes. Well, safe. I, I mean, I,
2: see, I'm already locked out because all my pubes are gone
3: from sending them to the listeners in the care packages. So. So but if like, a girl well, asked you... What about ass you, you hair?
0: Can
2: I
3: use my ass hair? You could use any hair. <laughs> use your beard. Okay. So what, what ended up happening is on December 11th, Ty McDowell went to the woman's home, forced his way inside, bound, blindfolded, and gagged the 25-year-old girl okay. and raped her as he pressed a knife to her throat. Right. He told detectives that he thought he was fulfilling her rape fantasy the entire time. He had no idea what he was doing was wrong. Here's the Craigslist ad. <laughs> I got it printed it out. We IM'd each other. Here's I my IM'd her on the here's Craigslist my IM ad. log. Yeah, I really believe that. McDowell was arrested, charged with first degree sexual assault, aggravated kidnapping, and aggravated burglary. Stipe, the boyfriend here, the Marine, was also arrested and charged with conspiracy to commit first degree sexual assault. It yeah. sounds like McDowell here is going to get a little bit more time than Stipe, but I kind of hope they share a cell.
2: But, so the Marine is getting less time, the guy who orchestrated the whole thing? He was charged with just
3: conspiracy to commit sexual That's assault.
2: That's odd to me. I mean, I, I was going to say, I feel I feel like the guy who did the raping is kind of not culpable, because, you know, he really did think this was something that the girl was asking for, but, you know, you probably just shouldn't engage in this type of activity, Even if you really do think it's legitimate, just you know, go go about your business and just do something
3: else. You would think that a reasonable person, you know, would the moral compass would come into play here and be like, you know, I would like to meet with her first and maybe discuss this and we kind of have some kind of rape (laughs) fantasy. Just to break into a girl's home, hold her at knife point, even though she's struggling with him, bind her and gag her. Yeah, I think it goes a little above and beyond. Well, but here anyway, we go. No time like the present. It is a gray area. And, did, have uh, we established that she didn't enjoy herself? They they didn't say it, but she did call <laughs> the cops <in> and pressing <laughs> charges. So I'd say no. Maybe that's
2: part of her fantasy. <laughs> and here's where I weep at the trial and I'm put on the stand. It's all <laughs> part of my crazy, dirty fantasy. I have. Here's um, where I'm
3: going to therapy. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> yeah, the post-traumatic stress yeah. therapy. Here's where I
2: start dating somebody else and I cry every time we have sex. <laughs> oh, I'm so turned on.
3: <laughs> That's all part of the <laughs> fantasy, dude.
2: It's a long-term thing I got going here. Uh, I am well, fucked in the head with my sexual things.
3: Blonigan said, the, the district attorney, said that the state of mind of the alleged rapist would be central, key to the case. Jurors must weigh... What McDowell believed to be true. They also mm. must consider how a reasonable, objective person would view this type of situation.
2: So it's a gray area. Uh, yeah, I always have a problem with these things where it's like based on what you're thinking about. Like, well, what the fuck am, is anybody thinking about any at any time?
3: I don't know. I, I do. Basically, think... they're
2: saying like you, you're not thinking the appropriate things, and we're gonna. Give you more years in prison for that.
3: I do think he's at fault for this. But at the same time, I, I, there are mitigating circumstances. Right. That's what I'm saying. But what's interesting is they, they, they claim uh, Craigslist did not respond for a request for comment here. And uh, <laughs> Ryan Calloway, fellow at Stanford's law school, said that federal law protects Internet sites from liability for their users' action. So mm. you know, it's you know, User created content. Do you think Craigslist should be responsible in any way for what happened to this girl? Not really. I don't think so either. They have a procedure to take down, you know, uh, suspicious ads, and it just wasn't flagged enough or something. No, I mean it's it's you know they they claim that they've been monitoring adult ads, but people are 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 des- describing Craigslist, portraying Craigslist as this like internet brothel. Right. You know, It's like this this den of iniquity. You I saw I her,
2: view Craigslist as the equivalent of nailing a Xerox copy of something up on a lamppost.
3: Yeah, well you never know who, who may come. But I mean I I think it's almost unfair to even have moderators on that.
0: Mm.
2: They need a way way to take down obvious criminal activity. But if it's yeah, not obvious, I mean, there are girls out there who have rape fantasies. But like you said, any reasonable person would would have met with met her with a person and discussed parameters, and talk about guidelines. It, you know, parameters, yeah. guidelines, be safe, that sort of thing.
3: The the one thing though about this story, and I kind of laud the the Marine boyfriend here. Is I do like when nefarious individuals exploit Craigslist. Craigslist is like a magical world of prankdom. I mean, there's so much pranking that can happen through Craigslist. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, you've you know, done a, you've done a couple. I've done several pranks on Craigslist, and I you know completely. You know, I feel people should do pranks within reason. I don't know about having your ex girlfriend raped and, and gagged and <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, the and punishment permanently scarred for life. The, the
2: prank should fit the offense that was given
3: to you. Yeah, but I mean, initially, it, yeah, it's like if you're going to send, you know, we still don't know what this girl did to this guy, right? We think we assume that she cheated on I him while he's in the she Marines, che- or at least in his mind they were. But right. anyway, I, I, I feel that like Craigslist should be an, an open door for pranking, and it's it would be a shame. A disservice to humanity if it was shut off. Right.
2: If it was shut off some something else would just rise up immediately. Exactly. So I you know, the, I don't the, feel the, Craigslist the, is culpable. The horse for that. is out of the barn doors at this point.
3: So on the sick and wrong star scale, this is a rather egregious way to seek revenge on an ex-girlfriend. Even if she cheated on you.
2: Mm, she was brutally raped. She was knife. brutally
3: raped by, a, you know, by a stranger, but brutally raped. I, you know, I feel it's kind of going above and beyond. The fact that he used, you know, even he, he conned, you know, another person into doing this. Right. I don't consider this person to be an unwitting, you know, accomplice here. No. But at, this, at the same time, the, the, the guy was uh, duped. I mean, true. he probably would have thought if the guy said he's you know, an idiot, but you know, that's how far it well, goes. Well, if the with guy me. would have said, you know, via I am or in a girl's voice, there's a whole room full of American apparel models that want to be raped in there. <laughs> it's $20 cover, <laughs> but uh, you
2: know, it's for you charity. Would have fell it's for it. charity, and there's
3: like three girls to every one rapist. <laughs> I'm going to give this a 4.75. He truly was chained to his idiot that day. Yeah, no, this guy was definitely chained to his idiot. Chained I'm going to give it a demons. 4. A 4? Yeah. All right. We'll see what the listening audiences say about that. So, you know, I saved the, personally, I don't want to like, vaunt this story any more than it needs, <laughs> but I, I do think I saved the best for last year. This story was sent in by a guy named, uh, you know, I don't even have his name, Walter. His name is Walter. He writes in Hey guys, just another in the long line of sick and wrong in the wonderfully twisted world in which we live. Personally I've always thought soccer was a girls game. But if I got to use this ball, I probably would play Stay Sick, Stay Wrong, Walter. It's all about the balls for Walter. Yeah. What kind of balls you get to play with. What kind of ball you get to play with. Okay. Although you know, in in this country though, hasn't soccer always been a girls game? Like when we were younger? Don't troll me, dude. <laughs> no, but, you know, it, 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 a lot of... It You're was, trying to troll me. You're trying to troll... In my high school, only girls played soccer. That's bullshit. D- did you play soccer?
2: No, I wasn't good enough to play for, you know, the varsity team or anything, but I know there
3: was soccer at your school. No, I just feel like All the
2: Bay City schools had soccer teams,
3: male soccer teams. We had female soccer teams and me. at my school. Maybe we had a male one, but there were like three guys on that.
2: Girls were really <laughs> the into soccer. soccer team.
3: Yeah, I know. But I just
2: feel like it's, used to it's go different watch the, in did this you go, country. We used to go watch the female soccer te- uh, games all the time.
3: I used to watch them Because it afterwards. was like the hottest chicks in the school were on the soccer team. Way hotter than the cheerleaders. Well, I used to watch them afterwards when they were showering. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, With your x-ray <laughs> iPhone gadget from the future.
2: Okay, fair
3: enough. So Mexico man's face was skinned and stitched onto a soccer ball in Sinaloa. In a threat to the Juarez drug cartel. Whoa. In a new incident of grisly drug war violence, which is a not a frequent subject, but definitely a subject we've we've uh, you know discussed before. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you Google the term, the phrase "grisly Mexican drug war violence," you only, you only get about eight billion hits. Yeah, it's not that. But one of them of is phrase. like and wrong," episode one
3: twenty two or something. <laughs> yeah, a true. man's face was skinned and stitched onto a soccer ball as a threat to members of the Mexico's Juarez drug cartel. Mm. Uh, the assailants cut up the body of Hugo Hernández into seven pieces, left him on the street in the northern city of Los Moquis. His torso was found in a plastic container in a separate location. Uh, from another box, that contained his arms, legs, and skull. Well, seriously, it was like a Humpty Dumpty, but a Mexican Humpty Dumpty. So...
2: They're not going to put him back together. Humpty
3: Dumpty. <laughs> uh, the macabre soccer ball was discovered in a plastic bag near City Hall. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. In Los Micos.
2: Now, was it sort of drop kicked through? I mean, you know, onto the steps, or was it just left sitting there?
3: I think they just kind of left it sitting in a plastic bag. Because well, I hope
2: it, to God they played a little, you know, keep away with it or something.
3: <laughs> I mean, well, dude, think about did it. Did some though. drills. I mean, it's- it, it it it's it's something that you got to treat with care. I mean, it's very it's mm. fragile. I mean, it's got a face wrapped mm. around it.
2: Yeah, but I I just I have a little bit of a problem with the story because it's like okay, it's gruesome and it's horrifying. And and if it was my employee whose face was stitched to the ball, like I said, I'd be horrified. But but what what's the message again?
3: Well, here's It's the kind
2: message. of like in the Seinfeld episode where Kramer had the post office dummy with a bucket on its head, and you nobody know, really got the, the symbolism.
3: Well, you know, people might, might have been confused. I think maybe city hall officials would have been confused as to what's, you know, what, are they, what kind of message right. are they trying to convey with this face on a soccer ball? Is this ball? an
2: anti-soccer message, or just...
3: Well, they included it. a note Oh, With really? the soccer ball that said, Happy New Year. This will be your last. It's a Mexican mm-hmm. Hallmark card. Still, I
2: don't get the connection with football.
3: I, you know, I don't know. I don't know with the soccer connection either. Other than Maybe the it's fact a, that, just
2: a cultural idiom that I'm not getting. I'm not, I don't know enough about the Mexican culture to get well, it. Well,
3: you know, they definitely are obsessed with the sport. Yeah. So that might have something to do with it. Right. So Hernandez was kidnapped from Sonora and uh, taken to the neighboring state of Sinaloa. The motive for his abduction remains unclear, but Sonora is known for its marijuana farm. So obviously he probably... <laughs> Was complicit with another drug cartel here. Yeah. Um, Sonola, Stepped on the wrong toes. Sinaloa State is the hometown of the bosses from four of the six major drug cartels in Mexico.
0: Mm.
3: Uh, while torture and beheadings have become a familiar sight since uh, President Calderon started his crackdown on drugs three years ago, because you know there's a full on drug war going on right now. Is it a war or is it just chaos? It's a, supposedly a war. So there are some, like, w- uh, major factions that are uh, battling against each other. It's yeah, not just, and then, uh... like, the Mexico, you know, has tried to enlist the U.S.'s help. And yeah, fuck that. Like, yeah. <laughs> we have <laughs> enough problems just with Iraq problem and Afghanistan. But even the, uh, you know, the, the, the president and uh, the, the Mexican military and the other uh, drug cartels thought that Hernandez murders was particularly grisly. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, if you think about it, now they're getting creative. Right. I mean, they're taking it to the next level. No, I mean, members of the cartels often torture, mutilate their victims. You know, a lot of beheadings are commonplace. Right. They they'll, do this. they'll
2: throw the head through the saloon. Yeah. Bars, or
3: roll know? it down the street. I mean, it's all about brinksmanship.
2: That's why I wonder, you know, once but you're now, sewing the face under the ball. What's, the, what's beyond that? Well, well, what's the point? Because now, okay, it's hard to kick a skull. But a soccer ball, if you're going to sew the face on the ball, then like, you know, drop kick that motherfucker or like, you know, do one of those weird bicycle kicks over the flip thing.
3: Well, I mean, they, they bowl the heads down streets, but yeah. I think the fact that... It's hard they, to sew a face well, they, to a
2: bowling ball. The
3: fact that they, yeah, like, uh, you know, eviscerated the face, yeah. you know, and then stitched it onto a ball. I mean, yeah. that, take, that takes time, that takes care, that takes forethought. Right. And then you know,
2: just, then just, and this is my problem. This is the last I'll say about it. It takes care, forethought, time, stitchman, <laughs> seamstress, t- tailoring skills, his skills. tailoring. Yeah. So then to do all that, and then just to leave it on the steps, and say, "What's the point?" Hey, it's a soccer ball with a face on it. <laughs> There's suddenly Italian, more Italian than Mexican. <laughs> but I, uh, I just, uh, it's kind of a waste of effort.
3: I don't know. I, I, I think they, I think that whatever drug cartel, at least when they put it there, were they like. Goal. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure they all busted out their slide whistles and did a little song. What? <laughs> 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 yeah, they might have done that. All I'm saying is, they made it. They whether their their message was clear or not, they, they made have a taken point. it to another level. They made a point. They took it to another what lo- level. What happens next? People. Are, what I think they're gonna do is. Kidnap one of the uh, drug lord's fat wives and make a bee costume out of her. (laughs) Ay caramba! Dios mio! (laughs) It's like Mexican television. It It would make
2: as much sense (laughs) as (laughs) as a soccer soccer ball. ball.
3: So, uh, you know, we've done these stories before in the past here we've done a we've done a few focus the on drug the wars war. they're yeah. almost too easy that's why we don't bring them up here in sick and wrong no i
2: know you know what i still think they're great I, I can't wait till about 10 years from now once everything gets under control i mean let's hope it does i think there's going to be a lot of cool like actual information that comes out like what actually happened you know because nobody fucking knows right now. i mean it's
3: it's all we read are these sens- sensationalist articles
2: no, I think even if you live in Mexico, nobody even knows either because it's just chaos. But like
3: after... Yeah, but there's like a mythos that's been created. I mean, there's people myth. that have like these these names like the butcher of right. whatever, Tijuana, that go around. And like people, I don't think people really know what's going on.
2: I want the hindsight hard story about what actually happened.
3: That's what I'm waiting for. Maybe that's a sick and wrong episode in the future. <laughs> like 612 <laughs> So on yeah. the Star scale, All I'm saying is it's a little difficult to grade the story To rank the story because Why? The grizzly <laughs> drug Cartel. I know ball. but you'd think the, driz- the grizzly drug cartel Stories are a bit commonplace now Because it's been happening the past three years Right but nobody's sewn a face this, to a soccer ball If this happened in Iowa I would be like oh my god You know who's ever done that But then again no one's ever Sewed a face onto yeah. a soccer ball so I'm going to give this five stars just for the ingenuity.
2: Well, they're, they're pushing the envelope, and that always gets five
3: stars from yeah. me. I'm going to give it five. Well, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. People, go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 209. Oh, wackily, we're uh, at the last third of the show here. I like how we break the show up into segments. But uh, we got a few phone calls to the Sick and Wrong hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number, and a couple of emails to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Before we get to that, how about a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com, uh, provided by, uh, you know, I forgot the dude's name, I didn't even write down the guy's name, but uh, this dude, Cliff, I think his name is Cliff, <laughs> he sent in the creepiest Adam and Eve promo I think we've ever played on the show. Uh, I'll have to agree with you there. Well, first of all, the reason it's creepy is because a dude did it. and the, you know
2: you Oh, if it was a girl sent in the exact same thing, it would be very hot.
3: Yeah, and I don't want to give it away because I think people should listen to this and be frightened by it just as we were. But, yeah, it made me feel more awkward and uncomfortable yeah. than I have in a long time.
2: It was January, and now it's
3: Nightmare Month.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Nightmare Month on Sick and Wrong. Adam and Eve Nightmare Month.
3: So, so here you go. Thank you, uh, Cliff, for sending that in. Uh, here's the creepiest Admin Eve promo we've ever played. Good job.
1: Oh, 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 I'm so sorry. I was just pleasuring myself to your podcast. Hey, sick and wrong listeners, want to add some spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual I cannot even mention it on this podcast. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkouts. Love you boys. Now I'm going to go back to having some fun. Oh...
3: So see what I was saying there, Wankerly? I, I kind of feel a bit violated now. Don't you? Yes. The, the whole time. No,
2: it was not even the first time I heard it. You played it for me before, and now I feel more violated.
3: But the whole time I was listening to that, I just kept picturing Buffalo Bill from Signs of the Lambs, you know, like moss flying around, some creepy music in the background, dick tucked between the legs, uh, like the a flowery robe. Basket. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was very creepy. My innocence has been taken by the (laughs) scoutmaster. thank you cliff but there you go people if uh you're you're still feeling horny go to adme.com and use diddle when you check out right or if you
2: want a porn to like scour out your you know this mental image you can go
3: there and get one you need a lot of porn for that three free adult dvds yes exactly um but we also got a few phone calls here so uh phone calls to sicker on Junk dial line 206-666-3846 is that number in case you forgot so it's uh, play call number one. Hey, Dan Lance, Garbage Man Drew
0: again. Fucking stoned, so I guess I forgot the first one. Hey, uh, uh, you know, I wanna know why why do you guys have like a 206 number. I mean, I'm cool that it's local for me up here in Washington, but uh,
1: just was wondering how you guys managed to get a 206
3: number and uh, a second. Of- so, Wacker, did uh, he say his name is Garbage Man Dan? I
2: believe so. And this is the second co- time he called in. Well, that might be confusing to some people. We didn't play the first call because this one's more interesting. And it's not going to be the all Garbage Man Dan phone hour.
3: So we're just playing one. one of, part of the sick and wrong working class heroes, Garbage Man Dan. So Working his, class hero. <laughs> so his question here is, why do we have a 206 number for the Sick and Wrong Drunk Dial line? You want to know why, Garbage Man Dan? We live in San Francisco that does not have the area code 206, but we use an internet, intertube service. It's like a phone <laughs> recording service.
2: Our phone people. They, Apparently they based in, in Seattle. Yeah they're,
3: yeah, they're based in Washington. And that that's... They... they you call the Sick and Wrong hotline, which is through the service, and they email us an MP3, but uh, I'm glad it's you wondered about that. Yeah. And
2: uh, that's kind of how the sausage is made. You probably don't really want to know. A Sick and Wrong garbage man story. A long time ago, one
1: of our guys was backing up the container first thing in the morning to go dump it. This guy comes up to him and says, hey, you know, do you take dead animals? And he says, well, you know, I'm really not supposed to, but, you know, I, I can. So the guy walks away, and Bam!
0: Here's a gunshot, comes back holding a dog. Fucker just went and killed this dog. Threw it in the back of the garbage can. My, my buddy was in there. <laughs> just jaw dropped. Alright, thanks. Walked away. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure take
2: anything. Later, keep it wrong. Garbage man Dan has the best stoned garbage man laugh. <laughs> yeah, I love how he's like <laughs>
0: Well
3: what's funny is that probably is exactly how he laughed. When, uh, when or how his buddy laughed when he right. saw the dead animal being tossed in the back of the garbage truck.
0: Yeah,
3: I wonder how often that happens. Like, you think if you're gonna, I mean, do, do, do you not have any compassion? You think if it's like you you buy an animal, you spend, his animal's probably old and ailing, and instead of taking it to the vet, the guy's gonna save a few bucks and kill himself. But you've spent a long period of time with this animal. Obviously, there's been some Bonding, unless you're a sociopath. Mm. Don't you usually bury it in the backyard? What's wrong with burying it in the backyard? Why give it to the garbage man?
2: Are you done with the Marley and Me story? (laughs) 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 There's lots of shit that could happen. It could have been his dead wife's dog that he always hated. It could have been his deadbeat son or daughter's dog that they couldn't take care of anymore. And they... Offloaded it on him. I mean, there's a million stories where there's a million stories where this isn't his lifelong companion dog. He just hates the
3: thing. All I'm saying is, you don't need to to throw it to the garbage. He might have just. I wouldn't have given it to the garbage.
2: He might have just evicted some deadbeats from Tacoma or uh, you know uh, Eastern Washington, and they left their dog in his apartment. He's like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this dog?
3: Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense Well, you know what? I hope this guy tips the garbage man around Christmas time Because these guys deserve it
2: Was it Garbage Man Dan that told me we were, we were supposed to tip We were supposed to tip the garbage man? I think that was part or? of the first call We, we skipped it, but he well, requested Well, we skipped it because
3: there's no dog killing in that call If there was no so. dog killing in the tipping call, we would have played that too
0: Yeah.
3: Thank Maybe you,
2: garbage man, garbage man Dan for future reference <laughs> Put a good story in with your request for tips What's up, call number two? This is a rebuttal to something I said last week. Hey, good morning, guys. It's Morgirl. Uh, just listen to the last episode,
0: two oh eight. Glad you got my gifts and glad you enjoyed them. But I'm I'm calling to address uh, Lance being upset about a possible cost differential between what I paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, I was
2: upset. You rule, More Girl. Anytime you're somebody safe. says you're you know you're you're upset,
3: it's just kind of insulting.
2: <laughs> don't get upset you're all upset yeah like uh,
3: I'm not upset the more girl in term was incensed Insane. he was incensed
0: What I paid for Dee's gift and Lance's gift um so you cry baby I don't know what you're fucking buying uh paying for liquor oh, in California A, over there but maybe see liquor in Florida the cost cost differential was actually about two dollars so, um, if it would make yeah. you feel better, and everybody
1: will be, even Steven Lance, I will send you two
0: dollars, and then, uh, everything will just be gravy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I would feel better. You know, no, I, don't send me two dollars, but I would like a finger. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna miss a finger. Don't they know which bodies are going to the incinerator anyways, or you, what do they, got the crematorium? You talking about an
3: index finger or a pinky?
2: I don't really care. A thumb. <laughs> even, a, I would even take a how toe. How
3: about a toe? Yeah, you do a toe. Uh,
2: actually, no. <laughs> two toes.
3: A toe's only worth, like, $1. <laughs> a ring finger? No, that's a good $2. You know, more girl, more girl probably has her own collection of body parts.
2: Yeah, but I don't think she's going to send you through the mail. She might get fired.
3: You know what? I take it
2: back. I'm... All right, you know what? I did look over here. Here's the thing, girl. I looked over there in the 2nd wrong studio kitchen. Dee's only drank, like, one quarter of his whiskey, and mine is gone. <laughs> <laughs> did you finish it already? Pretty much. Uh... <laughs> So I'm probably going to drink most of both of the bottles, so I'm not, as in, I'm not as upset anymore.
3: You know, it doesn't surprise me that uh, alcohol is cheaper in Florida, because isn't the incest rate higher there?
2: Is that how it goes?
3: Yeah, I think it's where alcohol is cheaper. Explain this to me. Okay, you get really, really drunk because you can drink more because alcohol is cheaper. Mm-hmm. Your cousin or your sister looks that much more attractive. So
2: I guess I'm confused. Are you saying that the cost of alcohol causes incest or the incest causes the cost of alcohol? I think alcohol there's a, a
3: correlation between the two.
2: You don't know which one is the primary ca- causal factor. I'm
3: saying the, the low price of alcohol is uh, is exacerbates the uh, amount of incest. Yes. okay. That's what I said. I'm with you. Uh, that's that's my own personal theory.
2: Let's finish this one up.
3: But regardless, thank you, more girl, for uh, sending me bullet and
2: Once again, I'm drinking most of both of them. <laughs> so, um, hopefully you'll drink it anyway and not count about it. He will.
0: Uh, oh, it's going on. Talk to you later.
2: She really works in a morgue, by the way. I told you that the box had morgue written all over it.
3: Yeah. No, I I love Morgirl's story. Morgirl's a, a caller who I actually look forward to when she calls. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll see that area code, and I'm like, sweet. It's gonna be a good call. <laughs> Thank you, Morgirl.
2: I hope she has, like, a Bluetooth, and that she's, like, elbow deep
3: in some fat and bloated corpse homeless juice. corpse which he's talking to us <laughs> <laughs> that'd be nice it's great visual what's uh the third call here hey it's Simon Lance Vackerley it is he's home I emailed you but I've never actually called um I just left the edge I just hung out with Jeffrey the bar. I hope this guy's drunk cause he's like full on mushmouth. mouth mhm <laughs> But I think he
2: is. He just—he said he just left the edge where oh, okay. uh,
3: where Jeffrey works. So he is at my brother's bar. And
2: I, am I clear that Jeffrey doesn't like us talking about where he works?
3: You know, because I, mean, I
2: always think it's like we're promoting. You know, we're getting or driving traffic to his bar. He's going to get more tips. But
3: I always thought we were, you know, doing a, a service for him. Like right. I mean, we're promoting promoting his bar. It's a great bar. Yeah. It's in the Castro. Even as it's a straight a guy, I've been bar. there once, which I, is know, way I've, more than any other gay bar. I've, I've been there many times. And it's a it's a great place to go have fun, and I fully uh, you know, recommend it to people. Yeah, it's right near public transit. So I mentioned this guy has probably listened to the, the show a few times, P-Funk here, and heard us mention the bar. Hmm. And he's obviously uh, knows that my brother works there, so he went to go see him. And he is
2: a straight guy as well? Or don't we know?
3: I'm not sure. If he's going to the edge by himself, I'd be willing to wager he's probably gay. <laughs> okay. The second time in a couple days. Christmas Eve, where I actually met Okay, now I know who he is.
2: <laughs> so you met this guy?
3: Okay, now, I, I recall this. On Christmas Eve, I was at my brother's bar and hanging out with a friend of mine and, uh, this guy kept walking up to me, to she and I, and uh, he kept saying, "It's like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm meeting you, and this right. is this is incredible, right, and yeah. you're D Simon." And I kept looking at my brother. And I'm like, "You are so fucking with me," because my brother does that. My brother yeah. will find like the weirdest dude in the bar, you know, the guy wearing leather chaps, and be like, "You know that dude right there." is uh, Patrick Swayze's, like, nephew. And then the next thing you know, and, it's like this guy. like has an 11-inch cock. Yeah, and this guy's, like, rubbing my back, and I'm just like, dude, would you go away? You know, mm. this happens all the time. So I thought my brother had sick this guy on me, but in, as a matter of fact, he didn't. Yeah,
2: it seems like it's a Simon Gene, because you, your brother, and your sister all are constantly. We like hijinks. Like, well, you're constantly annoying the fuck out of everybody with the stuff. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, well then that's part of our personality. This is
2: why we all like it when you it turns uh, you turn on each other internally.
3: Oh, yeah, and which does happen when no one else is around. <laughs> and for all those fuckers who you think that Simon cannot match the hot chicks,
1: he was hanging out with two of the hottest chicks I've ever seen in my life.
2: Well, two chicks? I
1: hope got laid by everyone. Anyway, um, it was really cool meeting you. For you.
0: Uh, the
2: there, hmm. There's a little bit of a come hither tone in that it was really cool meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys it, just you talked, know, right? I was
3: actually hanging out with just one girl, but mm. he um, probably was double
2: visioned at that. Yeah,
3: point. I think he might have thought I was like hanging out with two yeah. blonde chicks because he was really wasted. Maybe it's so, double vision. And we also but
2: I like where he's all, going. We with also that. really can't sort of. Rely on his judgment about how hot this girl was. She
3: was. She's pretty good
2: looking, right? Yeah, you say bad. that, but he, he's trying to corroborate that. But well, like, he says two said, of her. Yeah, he two really of her. drunk. So um, I think what, the verdict is still out on both of you. And well, her.
3: what's funny about it is I guess he's been going into my brother's bar many times. So my brother called me up and and it was like. Who's this guy that keeps coming to the sh- keeps coming into the edge all the time to come see me? He's a and fan I, of
0: the podcast.
2: I was bro. just like, and I told him
3: I was like, you know, we're just trying to hook you up. Here we are, finding a guy, and this guy was young. He probably was maybe like, you know, mid thirties or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, this guy's perfect for you. Well, my my brother actually said he's a pretty cool guy, and it's hooked him up with somebody else at the bar. So, I think my brother's playing matchmaker. <laughs> I for this was guy. gonna say. Fiddler yeah. on the Roof style. Yeah, Fiddler on the Roof style. Except
2: for in an extremely gay way.
3: Yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's funny to me that my brother, who my brother's just he's an antagonist by his nature. Mm-hmm. You know, he he. Mm-hmm. Gets he gets angry at us. He's incensed. He my brother is truly incensed with us at times because he feels well. He feels that we uh, you know talk about you know we talk about him here on the show in like a negative fashion, and we're we're going we we don't gay bash, but we Jeff bash. That that's what my brother feels. We do, which we don't. All I'm saying is you know you work at a great bar. We want people to go. Um, you know. Uh, visit your bar we want people right. to frequent your I mean, bar isn't that
2: the point of being a bartender to, to yeah. have as many we're patrons as possible over there. as many and, tips as you can get
3: and not to mention we're getting uh, you know young dudes going in there that uh, are your fans so I'm surprised that he could be just so irascible you know irascible that's how my brother is <laughs> that's how I would describe my brother uh, irascible
2: all right well that leads into the next call okay is that gay Oh, it's an Is That Gay call. I All know, right. I know it's one of your
3: favorite well, segments since you came up with it. You know, it. it's been a while since we've done an Is That Gay, hasn't it? It's been like a few weeks.
2: Well, you know, I think the questions come in every week, but we can only do it when there's a good question.
3: Right? I don't like to keep doing Is that is That Gay shouldn't be a weekly segment. It should be, no. you know, we need to kind of split it up. Because, I so. mean,
2: every week we get about 12 calls from, you know, kids who are in junior high, like, uh, me and my f- best friend got uh, really baked in the woods, and then we stayed at started making out and had each other's fingers up each other's assholes.
3: Is that gay? Is that your wet dream from last night, or is that a real call? No,
2: that's what all the calls.
3: <laughs> and we're <laughs> just like, yes, that's gay. You guys are gay. You're gay <laughs> You are gay people. How many yeah. times do we have to say it? it you know, if it's obvious, we, we're usually not going to play. It. But the thing is, we don't we don't want it to lose its its spark here. That's why we don't play it all the time. Well, that's why we don't play the game. But it I is, think it now is, called,
2: is that gay. So it's not the spark. It's the sparkle. The
3: sparkle. Yeah, we don't want it to. We don't want to tarnish the sparkle by playing it every week. So let's play the uh, is that gay? The new is that gay promo also provided by Felipe.
1: I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think unicorns are kick-ass. Is that gay? I just watched my brother jerk off. Is that gay? I might the on this guy's looking over the wall. Is that gay?
2: I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think you've got a really nice ass.
3: All right, so what is the is that gay for uh, this week?
2: Here it comes.
1: Hey, fucktards, I got a question for you, so I was just taking a shit.
2: Juicy shits aren't good shits. <laughs> you don't want your shit to be juicy.
3: Juicy implies wet. Right. This you guy want needs pussy someone... to be juicy. Yeah. It, and this... maybe ass if you are
2: a gay man. But not a shit. A shit's gonna be solid.
3: It, I think this guy needs more fiber in his diet. I think so too. And right when I was about to end it, my sphincter sucked it back in. <laughs> and I had a moment is that
1: gay that it felt good but it wasn't quite that good.
3: Okay. Okay. I, Fabrics first, first of all I, I do feel this is a fabrication I, I I don't think there's truth to this But what is he saying Okay he, let's break this down Perfect. He sucked The, the entire not log like an of enti- feces Back into not his an, asshole not an entire, Like a loogie hanging out of his mouth no, He sucked no, it back no. in Not like
2: an entire foot and a half long turd log He's talking about how like sometimes you pinch it And like you didn't get it all out And some of it goes back in
3: I don't understand, understand this. What about? I don't understand this retract. This going back in. Are you saying just? What do you mean you don't understand? Okay, it? did he cut? Did he like pinch off the the final tip because he was in a hurry and like the, the final tip is stuck in there? Didn't completely exit his body. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's what we're talking. It about. It doesn't
3: suck back in though. It does kind of. How does it suck back in? It comes back in. It comes back in. It, it Recoils back into your. When asshole. you get
2: off the toilet, do you, are you still totally bearing down? No, your your shit muscles are relaxed. So now there's a little bit of a release and and an inward suction.
3: You're saying like an eighth of an inch of that turd. I'm interpreting the guy's call. I mean, who knows what the hell he's talking about. Has it ever happened to you that you sucked it back in? A little bit, yeah. And it feels awful.
2: You feel like I didn't get it all out. Maybe it burns a little bit if you've been eating a lot of spicy foods. It doesn't feel good. No, I agree there's with no, you. So there's no way anybody can confuse it with like, oh, this, was, this is what gays must experience when they're ha- when butt fucking each other. No,
3: that's, that's why I, I think that's like a, a definite misnomer. There's no way that he can he can de- he didn't he really can compare think that. the two. No, yeah, he didn't think they're it not was analogous. A good but what, you know, what I think he's describing, what you're describing here is mud butt. It's mud butt. Where What's you mud don't, butt. Mud butt is. When I thought you, mud
2: butt was just really bad, like barbecue
3: diarrhea. No, there's diarrhea, but then there's mud butt, where it's like you're not taking a solid shit. You're not taking just a, a solid piece of fecal matter that actually comes out completely. Instead, it's just like it's muddy. You know, it's like a boot. You didn't say mud. it was juicy. Juicy. It, he said mud it butt. was good and juicy, but that's not good. That's bad. But I don't understand how he could he could feel it's pleasurable.
2: I think he just makes it. He's making shit up
3: to get on the air. I think so too. I really. It was a good, I, good
2: talk though. But, good talk, D.
3: Do, <laughs> we we shared here. But do you think it's gay? No,
2: I think it's. I think it's all made up. And I think it's. I think it's made up.
3: But I also, even if it wasn't made up, I still don't think it's gay, at all. No, not gay.
2: No, and, so, and, and it's not even what 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 having a cock up your ass feels like.
3: You would know. I, you know <laughs> it's, I'm, it's my, I'm, I'm imagining.
2: I, in no world could I imagine that, that those two things feel the same.
3: Yeah, I don't think so either. So in answer to your question there, Mudbutt, it's not gay. No. We also got an email here to at com. Got a couple that I want to do. But one, this is another, is that gay email. He writes in, is that gay? Uh, nihilarian, nihilarian, nihilarian Nihilarion is his name. Right. You heard about this guy? Yeah. He's on the forum, I
2: think. Right. It means something, but it's
3: like somebody who does a job that's totally useless. I thought it was some from like a C.S. Lewis book or something. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. He writes in, is that gay? Hello from the North. I was wondering if it's gay to jack off and fantasize about two men other than yourself double penetrating your wife. Hardcore. I think it's because I'm in Australia on business now and have been without a woman for over one and a half months. Any thoughts? Awesome show, guys. Keep it up. Slide whistles rule.
2: Yeah, they do, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Gay. (laughs) I think it's gay. Dude, I think it's gay. He hasn't been with his wife for a month and he's fantasizing about two big burly dudes fucking her? Why isn't he fantasizing about fucking
3: her himself? Or why isn't he fantasizing about her having a three-way with two hot chicks? Or why
2: isn't he having sex with a hot chick in real life since he's in Australia and she's miles and miles away?
3: You gotta know why? Because he's he's gay gay and he's got a can of fosters shoved up his ass and he's jacking off to the thought of two men fucking his wife.
2: So wait, having a can of fosters up your
3: ass and jacking off, that's gay? No, jacking off to two men. with oh. a the can of Foster's I in your ass. I was a little ass. worried for a second. You can put a you can put a <laughs> can of Foster's in your ass and jack off to straight and porn and be straight, perfectly straight. Okay, good, perfectly straight. Just but, wanted um, to clear that up. An answer to your question there, Nihilarian. Whenever you fantasize about two men, regardless if your if your wife is involved, you're fantasizing about two men. You're gay.
2: Yeah. Sorry to break the news to you, Niagaraan,
3: <laughs> 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 or something. So there you go, people. If you want to know whether something's gay or not, uh, send an email or call in to the Sick and Wrong Hotline because Wackily and I are the arbiters of what is gay and what's not gay, apparently.
2: Among people who call into this segment, we are. Yeah.
3: Finally, I want to thank Craig for sending in probably one of my new favorite websites, specialneedstoys.com. He just sent that in. He wrote in special needs toys.com all one word go crazy
2: yeah i'm glad because uh d your birthday is coming up here in like a a week or two
3: yeah it's about a week away and
2: i always have the hardest time it's like you know what do you buy for the man who has everything lives in a glorious (laughs) studio in the tenderloin of san francisco and i never know but now i do (laughs) and not just this year but for many years to come
3: you know what, though? There's, there's no dearth of things I want on that site. There, there are so many things I, I want on that site. I know. So, man. Uh, pretty much, uh, you can just We've go, made crazy. A connection. go crazy, Wackerly. I will go crazy. <laughs> uh, you know, I posted on my uh, D. Simon Facebook page to all you people who can't look up the website yourself. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you, Craig, for sending that in. Uh, finally, here, if you haven't joined the Sick and Wrong Forum, what are you waiting for? Sucker? <laughs> there's all this action going on. There's like over 4,000 people. There's all these new members posting all this craziness, this internet right. craziness going I, on. I do
2: feel like we need some new members to mix it up because there's been a hell of a lot of
3: bickering amongst the old members
2: you <laughs> this know past the, week, and it's getting old. Did
3: you see that video I posted about the internet troll? Did you watch? Yeah, that? that was great. Yeah, You know what's funny, though? That describes like 80% of the people on that forum. Well, 80% of the people on the internet. On so. the internet yeah. itself. But, yeah, you know, I agree with Wackerly. And, and people, get a thick skin. Like, grow a sack if you're going to go on that forum. Because people are going to insult you. That's right. what internet trolls do. Yeah. And all you got to do is insult them back. Or just ignore them. Or ignore it. Who cares? You're on the internet. It's not like these people are going to track you down. Right. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But don't be a lurker. Be a contributor. Join the Sick and Forum. You can link to it right off our main page, com. Also, I want to thank everybody for um, subscribing to the show on iTunes and leaving us all these comments and ratings. Did you notice that? Like this this week alone, we got like 10 new ratings. Yeah, I did notice that. five or six new comments. I read every one. Did you read the recent one today where some guy's like, I love your show. You are D and Lance, especially Lance. You're so (laughs) funny. Did you read that one?
2: I thought it was. I thought that was from Kari Werher.
3: I don't know. It was like, a guy? Yeah, I think it was a guy that wrote that in. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was from Kari, but it wasn't. But no, you know, people, it does really give us great exposure when you uh, vote for us on iTunes. Helps us boost our rankings. And a lot of people, I mean, most people find out about the show through iTunes because they see that elephant taking a shit and they're like, you know what, that looks like a radio program I would enjoy. Yeah. You know? I
2: tried to sw- I tried to change that icon. It didn't work.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I you haven't put much effort into. It. Maybe this weekend I might have some spare time. Yeah, well, maybe. But you know, I think people do like that icon anyway, and we've had it for so long. <laughs> um, also, the best way to support Sick and Wrong, and it is the best way to support us, is to buy some of our Sick and Wrong sh- sh- swag. We sell Sick and Wrong teas, and we sell Sick and Wrong stickers at the Sick and Wrong stores. Support the show. Keep us going for another year of free crafting by buying a Sick and Wrong tea. Uh, you can go to the Sick and Wrong store at sickandwrongpodcast.com. Finally, here, the Sick and Wrong song of the week for episode 209 was sent in by Pig's Eye. He writes in, here's a song for the next time Jeff is on the show. It's called, I Sucked Off a Bloke by Cunt and the Gang. <laughs> If uh, you recall, actually, which you probably don't because you don't even remember what happened in the show last week, we played a song by Cunt of the Gang. Really? Use My Asshole as a Cunt. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> while like ago. One. A long time ago we played that. I don't remember. <clears throat> I don't <clears throat> remember what episode it was, but uh, we did play that a while ago. So thank you, Pig's Eye, for sending that song in. And yeah, you know, I bet you my brother would probably dig off that. Or my, I bet you my brother would probably dig that song because he's been there. Using I cunt off- as an
2: asshole or sucking off a bloke? Or both? Both. Either one.
3: I sucked off a bloke by cunt and the gang here. Ending the show, episode 209. People, will be back next week with uh, episode 210. God, we moving right along here.
2: Yeah, we are.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Until then. It's awesome. Take it, sleazy.
1: This was never the way I planned. Not My intention, I was labouring on a building site doing an extension. It's not what I'm used to, I just needed the cash in hand, I lost a bet. With Dave the Bricklayer And as a forfeit I had to suck his gland I sucked off the bloke I didn't like it The taste of his cheesy dipstick. I sucked off a bloke Can't deny it I knew I should have took that your out
2: check check the levels on my whistle bitch <laughs> <laughs> how's the
3: waveform did, did you see who made those two facebook <laughs> good tone good tone damn fine skin shows up players. like on the thing. who uh who I made know. the Facebook thing? <laughs> it's funny because we
2: talked about it, and before I could even do <laughs> anything about it, they were already up there, two of them.
3: Pretty funny, though.
2: And like one that. is clearly more popular than the other. That's yeah, I
3: don't funny. know why that is. I Maybe mean, because the other one was made first or something? <laughs> I don't know. But what is the consensus? I think it's people like the slide whistle. There well, are some haters out there. There, there. are people that like yeah. it. Uh, I think there's some haters as well. All right. <clears throat> You red? Right? Yeah. Whoops, hang on. <laughs> I'm not red. Right. Dude, it's fucking fancy beer.
2: Yeah, I was, needed something different for a change.